Yes, here we are, my friends, and this episode is called Things Like Sweeping. <laughs> this episode is eight months. Well, no, 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 it's years and years and years in the works, but the past eight months, I've had an experience that has showed me something that I've experienced in bits and pieces over the years, but this this past eight months, I, I, I've experienced something that's like, oh, yeah, that's... Uh, that's really, it's really, really doing something to me. So I want to tell you about it. But first, of course, I want to tell you next week, my new book comes out. Because every time is the first time, my goodness, putting this book out. This book is unlike anything I've ever made. Uh, it's sort of taken me, my life in many ways in a new direction. It's called Where'd You Park Your Spaceship? And it comes out on August 23rd, which means August 22nd is Book Eve. So I'm doing a show at Largo. It's a club in Los Angeles done a number of shows there over the years, and I've been doing shows there for eight years, oh my word. Um, and uh, Largo is a very unique, very, very special place. Uh, and if you've been there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm going to do a book show launch signing celebration night, and uh, my friend Pete Holmes is reading the book, and then he's going to join me on stage to talk about it and his experience of reading the book. And then my friend Karenza Peacock, um, both Pete and Carenza have been on the Robcast. Um, Carenza's bringing her violin. She's reading the book, and I said to her, when you're reading this book, is there music that comes to mind? She's like, oh, yeah. And I said, would you come and play bits of music that the book reminded you of? <laughs> How's that for a premise? So Carenza will be there, and there may even be other friends making appearances. So... That's Largo, uh, largo-la.com for tickets, um, and it's this Tuesday night. And also, uh, there are spots for two days in Ojai. If you want to come to Ojai and sit under the oak trees with me, bring your questions, and uh, I'll ask you questions about your question, and we'll see where it takes us. So uh, there's all that going on as well. But now this, my friends, what's going on here is things like sweeping. Things like sweeping. Details, emails, forms, phone calls, oh, administrivia, more meetings. This episode is about all the things surrounding the thing, all the stuff that drains your energy for the stuff that's actually the stuff you want to do, right? It's the stuff that gets in the way of the stuff. It's the things, okay, you had, there's a thing you're doing. There's a thing you're committed to, the thing that's like, oh yeah, this is the thing. But then there are all the things surrounding the thing that are required to do the thing that can often get in the way and just suck the life out of you so you have no life left for the thing that is the thing. Did I explain that well? Are you with me on this? Right? It can make you mental. This episode is about all that stuff, all those details and administrivia that can make a per another email. Are you kidding me? So... Here's what I want to do. I want to tell you a story and give you a way to think about this that might help. Might not, but it might. So let's try it. I started doing the Robcast here in the garage when we moved uh, eight months ago. And I'd come out to the garage and be like, oh, my God, this floor. I got this, this garage floor needs sweeping. So I'd sweep the garage floor. I mean, I'd get that thing so clean you could do heart surgery on it. But then I'd come out the next day sit down here, maybe to record a Robcast or something, and be like, God, this floor needs sweeping again. Who are these 
dust and dirt fairies that sneak into garages in the middle of the night and dispense their <laughs> deleterious so that we have to sweep our garage again. I know some of you know what I'm talking about. You sweep it, and as soon as you get done sweeping, you turn around, and you got to sweep it again. What is that? So I would, uh, what's the word here? Begrudgingly sweep the garage again so that I could sit down here and do whatever it is I was going to do. And then, over time, I'd come out, and I would grab the broom and start sweeping without even thinking, oh, I got to sweep. It just was like, yeah, of course, we're going out to the garage. We'll sweep first. It became, uh, it went from the conscious to the unconscious. I would just do it. Then I went to the hardware store and I bought this old school broom with a wood handle and the straw. You know those brooms that <laughs> the straw falls out while you're sweeping? So you have to sweep after sweeping and you have to sweep up the sweeping. <laughs> uh, and over the past half a year, the sweeping has become part uh, it's like part of the Robcast. It's part of sitting at this desk in the garage. It's part of doing what I do. Now, sweeping is very different than pushing the record button, talking to you about whatever I'm talking about. In this case, we're getting fairly meta here, talking to you about sweeping <laughs> for the Robcast. But it, uh, those are different parts. They're different. But over time, they all became part of the whole. There's a certain oneness to it all. And I've, I've experienced this over the years at different times in different places when things sort of meld together. And the thing that originally was part of the slog, oh, I got to sweep in order to get to the thing. The sweeping now has a certain, what's the word, meditative quality to it. Sweeping has become uh, important, elevated. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the art of it right there. Yeah. In many ways, like in the ancient tradition, they talk about drawing a circle around something. You draw a circle around it, and everything in the circle is sacred. Yeah, sacred circle making. What the sacred does is the sacred is when you move from being your lens moves from being dominated by the parts and the distinctions and the differences, which are all real and necessary, and when your consciousness shifts to where you see it all as a whole. This is all part of it. That's actually the mantra. That's actually the mantra that has helped me so much. This is all part of it. If I want to do this, then I'm going to need some people to do it with. If I'm going to do this thing with these people, then we're going to have to set up, we're going to have to talk about it. If we talk about it, we're going to have to set up a time to talk about it. That's probably going to involve some communication, maybe a text, maybe a phone call, maybe an email. And so what happens when it all becomes sacred is, is the more and more trivial, mundane, slog-like tasks, you are able to see them in a wider playing field as all part of this thing that you are doing. And that is what happens when the sacred elevates the mundane. Yes, it is. It's just an email. There's a whole bunch of them. Mm -hmm. It's just an email. And yet, this email is part of that. And so what's happening is even your mental structures are getting better at seeing things as part of the whole. Now, actually, sometimes, 
let's just do a disclaimer right here. Sometimes all those details, you're like, I don't want to do those anymore. They suck. They drain the life out of me. I hate them. I'm going to gouge my eyes out with dull scissors if I have to do one more of those forms. <laughs> yeah. So the part of this, part of learning to see like this is it actually brings you great clarity. Sometimes you're like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I draw a circle. I've done some circle drawing. I hate it even more. Oh, good. Now we have some guidance. Let's go do something else. Yeah, maybe the season is over. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes the circle making, it, uh, it instigates, it catalyzes all this reformer energy. You're like, these meetings are killing us. They're sucking the life out of our souls. And so instead of going passive and disempowered, this is just what I got to do, or the forms, there's way too many forms. These forms are an offense to human dignity. There's too many of them, and some of them are duplicates. Instead of taking it passively and disempowered, the circle making produces all of this reformer energy. You know what? Let's just make one form. Let's make the forms way more simple. Yeah. You know what? Let's just do a meeting. If we can't get it in that meeting, then we wait till the next one. But no more meetings about meetings. Yeah, sometimes that's what, sometimes you just walk away. You're like, that's it. I see it now. I'm clear. This isn't where I'm to be. I'm not giving my energies to this whole thing anymore. Or sometimes, oh, wait, let's change it. Yeah. So, so sometimes the exercise of drawing a circle brings all sorts of unexpected clarity you never saw coming. Yeah. So what happens with things like sweeping is they can become elevated. Yeah. Things like airplane flights. Yeah. Things like doing diligence, the bookkeeping. Some of these things can just drag, oh, just endless. Or sometimes they can become, oh, what's the word? Sacred, holy. Like, yeah, the numbers are part of it. Yeah, the bookkeeping is all part of it. Now, sometimes people have an illusion that you can get a free pass on this, that there are certain people who somehow found a magical path where they just do what they love. They aren't bogged down by any of that. Mm -mm, that's a lie. Yeah, let's just disabuse you of that notion right now. Pretty much everything you're going to give yourself to in the world will have all those other things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anybody who tells you differently, mm -mm. no, the, everything has them. And actually, this is one of the ways you find your way, is you find something that the slog-like elements of it, the administrivia, you can actually endure and put up with. It's not, not that bad. Yeah, that's actually what you're looking for. You're looking for the thing where the details, the lists, the to-do, the boxes that need to be checked, you can do them. They're, they don't, like, absolutely just kill you, which <laughs> is a guidance all in itself. Yeah. So try this. One place, one playing field you can try this in to start. Uh, try it at the grocery store. Yeah. I love going to the grocery store. Yeah. I don't think I used to love going to the grocery I do now. But I think over time, because that list of things to get, things get planted, seeds get planted in the ground. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Seeds get planted in the ground. They disappear. They're buried, which we also call dead. They're in the ground, not doing anything, 
then they come up out of the ground after a period of being down in the ground, excuse me, and they produce plants that produce things that then somebody harvests, and then they put it on a truck, and they bring it to a building, and I can go in that building or that farmer's market, and I can take that food home and eat it, and it allows me to keep being here? What? <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, you get more answers on that, and it just produces more questions. What? Try, try this with the grocery store. Take that list, draw a circle around the whole experience, and watch what happens. Yeah, watch what happens. You can slow your whole day down. Yeah. You'll actually, by the way, parentheses, you'll get way more done if you slow your whole day down. Yeah. If you, if you want, like, to spend less time on the slog, then draw a circle around all of it. Yeah. And don't see it as something you have to get through. Yeah. See it as all part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This, this, try, try this and watch what happens. Try this and watch what happens. Try this with things like sweeping and watch what happens.